Today, we are talking all about the power of personal projects. Say that 10 times fast, and I will give you a dollar, maybe just an Amazon gift card. What is up? I'm Johnny. Welcome to another episode of the Johnny Boy Studios podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, I am so grateful you are here. Thankful for you. Shoot me a note. Let me know how you discovered the podcast and what you think so far. Not of the first 30 seconds of this episode, but if there are any other episodes that you may tune into. In fact, if this is your first time listening, at the end of this episode, just send me a message and let me know what personal project you are working on right now. I am excited for this episode because I want to dive all into personal projects, why you should consider doing them, and how they can benefit you and your business in the long run. After you've been working in your business for a bit, it may be time to start considering personal projects. In episode 15, I gave you three reasons everyone should have a side hustle, and those three reasons were extra income, a creative outlet, and more networking opportunities. So it's very easy to get into this rhythm in your business of doing what works, of continually finding that thing that generates income, that generates new leads, and just doing that over and over and over. When you are starting out, this is exactly what you should do. You should figure out what works, double down on it, get that money coming into your business, get the leads, develop the funnel, get more people, uh, more eyeballs in front of your, your service, your product, whatever it is, and develop a system that you can repeat over and over and over and over. That's very important when you're first starting out. Build the business, get the lifeblood flowing through it, develop a customer base or a client base, and you will have a solid foundation. But there comes a point after that where it may be time to start considering making time in your schedule and allocating a portion of your budget towards personal projects. Now, a personal project is something you are doing for you, not for your client. It's a project that you are developing out of curiosity or a passion, not related to what you are normally getting paid for. This is a way to scratch that creative itch. Now, the reason I mentioned episode 15 earlier is because a personal project is a great way to kind of double down on those things. It can bring in even more income. It can help you scratch that creative itch that you have after you've gone after the main thing. Maybe you have this other little side creative itch that you just want to see like, hey, can I add this on? Can I develop this? Is this something that will work? Or a personal project may lead to even more networking opportunities beyond what your main side hustle is leading to. It's an excellent way to try out new things. This is a way to add new products or services to your business at scale. It's a way to scratch that itch, to network in new areas, and again, to generate new streams of revenue on a smaller scale to see if it's something that you should be adding to your overall offering, right? You have your core offering in your business. You have what's what's bringing in customers, what's bringing in money. You have that thing that's working, and then is there something that you can add on to that? 
Well, and considering what you may be able to add on, look at a personal project and see, hey, is this something that complements it? Is this something that I should develop? Is this something that I should be interested in? Not sure. So my music brand was born out of a personal project. I had a desire to share my love of live music to more people. So I started the blog and the podcast doing just that. I went to a concert and then I relayed my experiences to the listeners or the readers. An artist would drop a new album or a new single and I would write a full review on it. I had different products and different services like Ticketmaster or this microphone or Spotify and I would dive into, okay, this is why I think you should consider using these specific products or these specific services in your music experiences. And by doing all of these things, I was able to connect with musicians, with promoters, with producers, and more. It allowed me to dive into blogging and podcasting and content creation, and it let me learn branding and positioning, and even website building came out of this personal project that I was doing. This is my first real foray into online business and and it it was okay i gained a little bit of traction there and that gave me the courage to pursue photography and marketing and business at a larger level and and just do more of the things that i wanted to do on the business side because i had already started and gained experience on this music brand through the personal project. Everything I did in that music brand was essentially a testing ground for what would later become Johnny Boy Studios. It's funny because when I went to go put together johnnyboystudios.net, I had already worked on three other websites of my own. So actually four because I had this one that I had for a while and then I kind of scrapped it and moved it to a new brand and new development and that's what became the uh, music blog but anyway the whole point of that is that when I came to start working on johnnyboystudios.net I already had the experience because I had worked on these other personal projects when I begin to formulate this podcast the Johnny Boy Studios podcast I had already worked on my music brand podcast so I knew exactly where I wanted to go with it I started with personal projects And then moved into things that made money. I would recommend you do the opposite. Develop that steady stream of income in your business. Develop the thing that works. Go all in on that. And then dive into a personal project on the side. And the other reason why you should do this is because it may help you just alleviate some of the... um, I don't know exactly how to say this. All work and no play. That kind of mindset where I just have to go, 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 go. And a personal project can actually help you kind of dive back into the love of entrepreneurship, dive back into the exploration, the curiosity of developing something new. And that's one thing I would definitely recommend you do. If you get your business going and you're doing the thing that works, I first off, I would recommend you start with something that you love and then move on from there. But once you get that thing going, move into something that you're just curious about, something that you have an idea for and you're not quite sure 
how to pursue it. So what does this look like? If you're currently a photographer photographing portraits, but you really want to shoot food and beverage photos, then holding your own personal shoot is kind of a hybrid of the two. I would say something like a person eating pasta or drinking a beer. Um, Just do something that you can do in order to bridge that gap between the two types of photography. If you're a bookkeeper, a good personal project may be writing an ebook on accounting best practices for new businesses. A landscaper may be looking to start a coaching practice. Could you start by coaching other landscapers on how to start and grow their business? People not inside your immediate you know, zone where you work, maybe you do it online, maybe you put together a one-on-one product, a course, maybe you hold a, a one-day meetup. There's different ways that you can go all about it. The point is, look at what you are doing, consider some things that you may want to do, and then build that bridge, build that gap, and then develop something. Develop your own project that's outside of the normal work that you are doing for your clients and your customers. Okay, so how can you implement this? Here's what you do. Take out a sheet of paper, a pen, set a timer for 15 or 20 minutes. And then write down every single idea that you have for a project that is not in your immediate wheelhouse or current list of products and services. I'll say that again. Set a timer for 15 to 20 minutes and then write down every project, which could be a product or service, that is not currently in your list of offerings to your clients. Once you do this, once you have this this list written down on paper instead of in your head, it'll become easier to organize the ideas. You'll be able to see what goes with what, what might you need to eliminate, what needs to be done in sequential order in order to build on itself, so on and so forth. You'll be able to see the patterns. You'll be able to see the lines that connect different things together. For example, if you want to sell a book, You need to write it first. If you want to start painting, then you should probably purchase some some canvas and some brushes and some paint. So do this first. And then after you have this brain dump of ideas, after it's compiled, rewrite this list with the various ideas or concepts grouped together in order to process what you need to do first. Pick one, just one that you want to work on, add it to your calendar. And that's a key, key, key move. Pick one and then make the time for it in your schedule. Time block it. Be intentional. Make the space for it to happen. You have this list of different ideas that you want to pursue. Pick one, put it on your calendar. So if this is writing a book, then maybe what you want to do is say, all right, you know what? Within the next two weeks, I want to have an outline. I want to have my chapter headers. I want to have a big idea. I want to maybe write the back cover. I want to write my elevator pitch. I want the title or the general idea of the title, the subtitle. I want all of that done within the next two weeks. And then within, let's say, I will give you some time. Three months after that, 
I want to have the first draft done. The first draft in three months. And the reason I'm saying so tightly like wound and so um, compressed together, such a, a strict time frame, is just to get it out of you, to get it out of your head and into a, a place where you can actually see some progress on it. So I want it done within three three months after I get that outline done. And then from there, I know I need to get it to an editor. I need to get some some uh, beta readers, like a um, ARC, advanced reader copies. I want to get that group together. I know I want to do my advertising. I want to have a launch date, build out things to go along with it. But all of it's going to start with me writing this book, which needs to start with me creating the outline for the book. So... Once I have all of this kind of in order, I'm able to plug it into my calendar and say, all right, two weeks from today, I need the outline of my book done. And that's what you need to do. Schedule time for your personal projects. Be intentional about pursuing these ideas, these things that you have outside of your business. And you know what may work well in addition to just putting two weeks from today Maybe I want to put an hour every day, Monday through Friday, in my calendar so that I'm not working on other projects. Maybe I just want to put four hours every Friday and say this is the time that I am going to work on that specific thing. But just be intentional about it and make the time for it so that it does have a chance to actually happen. Schedule that time because this is going to give your mind a chance to grow. It's going to give you the chance to explore new areas. And it's going to it's going to allow you to develop different muscles within your your own um I was gonna say body, but what I really mean is kind of creative muscles, business muscles, the muscles of of working on something that is not your bread and butter. It's also important to add personal projects into your budget. If you are allocating 10% of your schedule on your calendar by time blocking and putting those due dates with specific benchmarkers along the way, then I would say you want to allocate 10% of your operating budget as well. Or maybe it's not a percentage. Maybe it's a specific dollar amount. Maybe I'm going to say, you know what, I'm going to invest $3,000 into getting this book written uh, between now and the first draft, or maybe at the end, between now and the second draft, I would say. And that 3000 is going to cover my editor. It's going to cover my, oh, I don't know, um, maybe buying the domain name, specific writing software, maybe a writing coach, all of those things. So put the line item in your budget specifically for your personal projects. One way you could consider doing this is maybe from every check that comes in, there's certain things you should be doing with your finances anyway. You're going to be paying taxes, so you you should be taking about a quarter of every dollar that comes in and allocating it to another bank account. That's for your quarterly estimates and then also um, just for the entire, like the big shebang taxes at the end of the year that you have to do. As money comes in, you take it and you put it into all these different accounts and you build up your retained earnings. So maybe what you want to do is instead 
of just putting everything into retained earnings, create a specific fund for your personal project. That may be the $3,000. It may be $10,000. It may be $20,000 if that's what you need to build it to. And again, this could be a dollar amount or it could be $1 for every $100 that I bring in. So maybe I need to bring in a, a lot of money in order to justify working on this personal project that's going to cost me even more. Putting it as a line item in your budget, though, will allow you to make the room for it in your budget, and thereby you're not breaking the bank, you're not going into debt, you're not robbing from another area of your business in order to pursue this personal project, you're making the room for it. The same way that we're doing that in our schedule, in our calendar, we're doing that in our bank account and in our budget. So that is definitely something that you want to do is make the room in both your schedule and in your budget for this personal project. Be intentional. I keep coming back to that. Be intentional about giving yourself the freedom and your time and your money to explore a new area. This is what started my path to photography. It was personal projects in the area of graphic design. And I really started doing that because I was already doing the stuff in my music blog. But I started designing flyers for music music shows that I was interested in going to. Then I added business cards for fictitious businesses that I wanted to build. Yes, true story. You'll never see them. They were horrible. It was a long time ago. But those led to me getting actual graphic design gigs. And that led to me shooting a small product using my phone and just some really nice lights. Some They weren't professional lights, but it was like angling a desk lamp in the right area to get some more light on it. Um, but that led me to wondering... If I could move into photography as a as a real side hustle, the first shoot I ever did was a personal project in order to build my portfolio. And that led me to getting actual photography gigs, which led to actual marketing gigs and consulting gigs and the decision to officially launch Johnny Boy Studios. So you can say that everything I'm doing now came out of personal projects in the photography space, which came out of personal projects in the graphic design space, which came out of the personal projects that started in my music brand. Some of the projects I'm working on right now in Johnny Boy Studios have come out of personal projects like the short story series that I'm writing. Um, or I've, in fact, moved my music blog to kind of the umbrella of a personal project. And I'll be talking more about that in a couple of upcoming episodes, but I moved it there specifically because, A, there was no live music to be attending, so it didn't seem right to try and build that brand. And looking back over COVID, there's ways that I could have showed up differently, but honestly, my heart wasn't in it, and it wasn't something that I felt uh, called to pursue at that time. So now it is under the heading of a personal project. This this podcast could be considered a personal project because I'm not monetizing it yet. It's just a way for me to 
talk to the masses about things that I am working on, to give advice for some of the things that I have done over the years, to bring on these awesome, incredible people that I have had the absolute pleasure of interacting with throughout my both professional career, my personal career, and these personal projects that I've developed over time. So this podcast is just more of a behind the scenes than it is an actual pain leg of my business. Trying something outside of paying clients, outside of your main core offerings in your business, trying something that is just for you can lead to so many things you never ever considered possible. There's something itching inside of you to come out. That's why you listen to the Johnny Boy Studios podcast. That's why I started the Johnny Boy Studios podcast is because I wanted to have conversations and talk to people about creativity and to motivate people and to encourage people to pursue the things that they have a desire to do. You are not stuck behind your desk. You are not stuck in that factory. You are not stuck behind the wheel of a car. There are so many other options available to you, and it may be that you need to try something to see where it could go. So much has happened for me in my life because I've just dared to try, and I've dared to consider, and I've dared to dream and say, I wonder what would life be like if. Let me just try it. So on that note, I'm going to end here, and I just want to ask you one last question, and I'll leave you with this. What is it that you can try? For Johnny Boy Studios, I am Johnny McLean. Now, each and every time you put your pedal to the metal, I encourage you to go out and create a great day.